0: It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Wednesday already flying through this short week. You've got to love the short weeks, Wednesday, April the 12th today, and in Canberra, the the other day there was an auction that was over in record time which would have no doubt pleased the vendor and joining us from Canberra this morning is Jeremy Grobin from Property Collective and a very good morning to you Jeremy. That would have been pretty exciting having a pretty short sort of an auction that you ran there the other day.
2: Hello, Greg. Yeah, good morning. It uh, it was, although it didn't give me a chance to use some of my bad dad jokes that I often throw in into the auctions.
1: It was um, it was hard and fast, but it was uh, very effective at the same time. Oh, now you've put yourself on a bit of a spot here, a dad joke. Okay, all right, let's hear your best dad joke. Oh dear, well,
2: I usually like to keep them property related to a particular property. There's always one element that I could pull out. When it's a bit of an intimate crowd and it goes on for a bit, I always tell people that uh, I recently got diagnosed with uh, colour blindness. It came completely out of the purple.
1: Sound of the purple. Well, that's definitely a dad joke. Stay there, Jeremy. We won't ask for any more dad jokes this morning, and we'll be back with you in just a moment.
2: As terrible as it is, it, uh, it does get a couple of chuckles.
0: Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia
1: every week. And right now, let's go to Bendigo for another 30 second property tip and back to Andrew. Good morning to you, Andrew. What have you got for us this morning? Good morning, Craig. When submitting an offer on a property that you wish to purchase, it's important if you can make the offer with at least conditions as possible. If the owner receives multiple offers, they will always consider the offer that is more favourable to them. On most occasions, it's the offer with the fewer conditions that they will consider above offers with numerous conditions.
0: Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, Know Your Property with us on The Real Estate Podcast.
1: Well, if you're thinking of building a house at the moment and you are in hesitation mode, you are probably not alone. It's hardly surprising with two major building companies that have gone belly up. Porter Davis Homes, you may have heard, had over a thousand partially built houses just sitting there in Victoria and Queensland with almost 800 contracts just waiting to be started. Meanwhile, the Lloyd Group had nearly 60 projects going on, mostly for state and local governments. And let's not forget about the four and a half thousand new homeowners who are now stranded with an unfinished house or a deposit they may never see again. So as I said, it's a bit of a sticky, fluid situation at the moment, and we certainly want to see that improve in the months ahead and if you're celebrating your birthday for today the 12th of April for 2023 happy birthday to you you are sharing it with Claire Danes the actress she's turning 44 Shannon Doherty she's turning 52 and Vince Gilligan you might not know who he is but you've probably watched his work he's the writer and the director of Breaking Bad he's turning 56 today andy garcia the cuban american actor he's turning 67 and david letterman he's turning 76 today It's the main
0: centre forecast.
1: And let's check on your Wednesday weather. Yes, it is Wednesday today and not Tuesday. Sydney expecting some showers developing with a high of 24. In Melbourne, the showers are going to ease and 19 is your forecast top. Brisbane, the spot to be today, sunshine with 29. And in Perth, it should be mainly fine. You might get one or two showers. And your high today of 25.
0: We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am. Then, on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week, only on the Real Estate Podcast.
1: And we are back with Jeremy Groban from the Property Collective there in Canberra. And I guess the, the first thing to ask you, Jeremy, is is what is your take this morning on the recent home price trends there in Canberra?
2: Well, I think there's been a bit of a hangover. We did see such a rapid rise through 2021 right through to uh, the middle of last year. And a lot of homeowners in particular were sort of holding on to those dream prices. The last few months we've seen, uh, I guess, the adjustment from their
1: expectations and the feedback from buyers in the market. And it's a challenging time for real estate agents working right now in the industry. How do you keep yourself feeling positive and upbeat to be able to sort of, I guess, ride through the winter blues, which are going to be turning up and probably making it a lot challenging, more challenging for sure, for a lot of the real estate agents?
2: Absolutely. I think uh, speaking to a few colleagues that uh, I guess a lot of us got a little bit lazy during that, that boom where you really didn't have to use a lot of those skills that make you good at real estate because you could list a property and you'd get numerous offers and it would sell quite quickly. So recently it's been going back to basics and one of those things that a lot of agents are hesitant with is cold calling. Uh, but there's nothing, I mean, staying positive, there's nothing like uh, just calling past contacts and just having a, a real human conversation. Uh, it can be quite uh, lifting to find out what people have been up to, uh, what their plans are, and being that conduit to help them uh, get them on their way into you know, the future they want to live in.
1: Now, you are working, as we mentioned, there in Canberra, you're working as an auctioneer. What's happening around these lowball offers in your market? Is that still a factor at the moment? It is, it is.
2: Actually, I had one uh, recently. It was a, a three-year-old property in a, in a fairly good suburb called Demon Prospect, and uh, price guide was was mid nines for that one. And uh, yeah, had someone sort of give it a seven hundred thousand dollar offer, which I thought was uh, you know, it takes a bit of courage to put a, a lowball offer like that. And they, they did increase it to eight hundred, so I was grateful for that. But there are people who are who are trying, you know, trying their luck, and you can't blame them for that. But you know, eventually we keep
1: the property on the market, and the market does meet meet the eventual sale price. And what about vendors, just on that note, uh, you're having some vendors in your market just still sort of sitting on the fence?
2: They are. They are. But a lot of the media is doing a, a fair bit of the heavy lifting for us. I mean, you we, we can't really escape the talk about interest rate rises and a bit of a crunch on households. And, and buyers are reflecting that they, when they tell us at open homes and when they're making an offer, those considerations are in play. So as long as we have a good, clear, honest communication with our sellers and, and keep them up to date with what the feedback
1: is, a lot of them understand that, that that's the way it's going. Now, you had an auction the other day, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast. Record time. It was all over and done with. I think the stopwatch was at what, three minutes and 58 seconds? Indeed, indeed, it's sort of a, a
2: dream case scenario. Uh, but I guess with that one, uh, Lisa Harper, the, the listing agent for the property, did a great job in in her communications with the buyers. We kind of knew where each buyer was with their budget, and there were also a couple of situation or personal bit more details behind their offers, uh, which affected that. So we, I went around had a chat with all the buyers as well, and. And we spoke about strategy. I said, look, don't hold back, just give us your best. And so rather than sort of drawing out on the auction floor, they all had a bit of a plan and were able to sort of be quite confident and quite quick with their bidding. And and the owners were were already, they knew what, what range they, they were expecting. They were happy to release the property at the price we got to.
1: How, how unusual was that though? Because you'd just be getting your throat warmed up, wouldn't you? Indeed, indeed, yes. When the hammer came down,
2: I thought, uh, gosh, it, it did feel a lot quicker when I was up there and thinking, well, I mean, the auctioneer's greatest fear could be and an agent's fear is, you know, did we undersell the property? But uh, again, all went into the preparations in the days before leading up to that and just knowing the situation with the sellers, with the buyers, and that way it all came together quite quickly.
1: And looking ahead uh, for yourself personally, how how do you think you're going to go for the next two to three months there in Canberra, particularly around sort of the sentiment on what the market is doing? Well, the wonderful thing is the
2: population's increasing quicker than they could build property, so there's always going to be demand, and there's always those life uh, changes that uh, require people to either sell or, or buy property. So I feel good agents will always have plenty of work. Uh, if again, just having leading back to those conversations, and, and it's, it's a, it really is a people business, and, and just being there at the right time
1: uh, with the connections that we have. Now, we are in April, so looking back over the last, well, since the start of this year, have you got a, have you got a high point that you can share with us? Gosh, uh, <laughs> several. Um, I did have
2: one just recently had a, an auction in a suburb called Monash where the uh, the owner, it was uh, an estate handed over to him and he wasn't coming back to Canberra and he, he didn't really want to dress out too much about the sale. So he gave me complete control. So I was able to get that house, do some help with some renovations, get the paint, the carpet done. He gave me complete autonomy to run that campaign and trusted the feedback and and the good thing is we, we sold that one, um, so the feedback for that one was about $7.25 and ended up selling at auction for $8.15. And I know some buyers might get a bit upset about those sort of price guides, but it really was uh, the house for a growing family, a bit of a niche niche property, and it was purely the competition between some families that got that one up. And uh, look, he was he was, it sort of changed his life, and the buyers were incredibly happy because it meant their kids could uh, walk to school, which was very close
1: by. So everyone, uh, winning scenario all around. Oh, you can't beat a winning scenario all round. Good on you, Jeremy. Well, thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast uh, this morning. Good luck over the next two, three, four months there in Canberra. And see if you can sort of beat that three minute, 58 seconds. I'd like to see if you can. (laughs) Absolutely. I'll give it a go. We connect
0: you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.